0: episode know that I can't introduce this episode by number because I don't think I can remember what episode number this is going to be now because I kind of squished together a catch-up episode having messed some out. Um, it's Sunday 3rd of November. The weather is... Uh, bleh, 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 but that's fine. I'm into wrapped up mode now. It's very, very mm. Um But this is, I think, the second week of a, of a that's all gone to a is hasn't it? I don't know whether or not this is gonna stay, this whole thing is gonna stay on a, on a fortnightly schedule or not. Tell you what, I'll just put episodes out as and when I've got enough material to do it. Um, I think that's the best bet, because it's clear, isn't it, as mud, whatever. Jesus Christ Superstar Day. Oh, first of all, last night, uh, Saturday night, the 2nd of November, the wedding band I'm in did a, uh, self-promoting uh, party night gig in a village called Kemney near here which um was a quaint little venue um we only managed to sell 45 tickets for it but uh, it was actually a really good night and um i was surprised i thought it was going to be kind of shit but it wasn't um it was one of these bring your own booze and food to a village hall and Actually, <clears throat> the stage was the best sound for performing, from, I don't know what it was like out front. I think it was okay, because John went out, a uh, singer and had a check, and he said it was great as well. We could hear everything crystal clear, which is very unusual. Best sound on stage for us, which of course makes you play better, because you can all hear each other, and you can hear yourself clearly, and brilliant, really enjoyed it. Didn't make any money out of it, but we might got a few gigs, so that's good. Anyway, on to today and this week. Jesus Christ Superstar. I've been waiting for this for a long time, as some of you who have been regular listeners may well know. Um, I'm on my way into um, the first band call. We open on Wednesday. Um, So today, the plan is, um, what is it now? It's 9.55 in the morning. I'm getting in early. The band haven't actually been called until um, 12 Um, o'clock. Some of them will be getting there a bit earlier, like like the drums and that for setting up, but we're not due to start playing until one. Um, But the Tivoli Theatre, which is, if any of you remember, if you had listened to the first episode of this, whatever this is, um, we did the 24 hour musical event charity thing. That was in the same place. It can, be, it can be a bit tricky to get into for loading and stuff, um, it's a very old uh, renovated theatre down by the harbour in Aberdeen, lovely, lovely building. Um, but the band call that we're doing is going to be in like the downstairs bar area um, which is a bit of a challenge to get to from the backstage door because I've got loads of heavy equipment, awkward equipment as well, and although you can park right outside the door if you're there early enough and not crowded out by other people like scenery loaders and stuff, um, you have to get in through a security door and then up a flight of very narrow stairs, round a tight corner, through a door into a really small green room, round another tight corner. Down a small flight of stairs, through a door which is like at the bottom of that flight of stairs, out into the corridor by the stalls, down I think two more flights of stairs, around another tight corner, and into the bar. Um, so I'm gonna have a look and see afterwards, normally when we've finished playing in the theatre there, um, we can usually get out through the front doors, through some sort of chained up fire exits, which I'm sure is not quite right. Anyway, um, if I can get those open, because I do know the, uh, I don't know what he would be called, um, stage manager? Yeah, Dean, Dino, he's a cool dude. Um, so yeah, I, should be, I might be able to park out front, but out front is like right on The middle of a traffic lights junction with um, those zigzag lines and double yellows, and right outside the main shopping centre in the middle of Aberdeen. So I might get it. Usually we finish performing on a Saturday night, so it's not too much of an issue with the hazard lights on, but hoping that it won't be too difficult on a Sunday morning. Trouble is, up here in, in this here Scotland. I don't know what it's like down south, I don't know, it might be worse, it might, well, or better, depending on your viewpoint. Um, I believe you have some rather draconian opening hours by law down in England. I remember a trip down there a few years ago um, when we were coming back and tried to stop at, uh, I think it was a Morrison's uh, Berwick-on-Tweed on the way back, we went up the right hand side for a change and it was just south of the border because it was four o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. They were shut. We were like, what the fuck? Up here, it's 24-7, 365, um, and half of the churches have been turned into pubs or nightclubs anyway. So, uh, I don't know if it actually relates to it because obviously England is a very multicultural place, don't you know, at least so far. Sunday Sabbath thing is probably a little bit outdated if it's all relevant. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked a bit. Yeah, Jesus Christ Superstar. Fucking hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm really excited about it. If you don't know the music, it is Mr. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, but it's not. It was early enough before he got like mega successful. It's fantastic music, basically. If you like 70s rock, it's it's really good. Um, Odd, weird, psychedelic, rocking, um, really moving. It's not, if you, if you I mean, Andrew Lundberg, you probably think like Phantom of the Opera Cats, uh, Joseph in the Major Technical Dream that sort of thing. Um, Jesus Christ Superstar, even if you're not religious, it's, it's fantastic music, and I think this is going to be a very emotional week. Really looking forward to it. I did another fantastic show of this from the 70s a few years back, a couple of years back, with my Huntley Theatre Crowd. Um, we did Evita, which was a challenge. This is going to be a challenge musically as well. There's a lot of weird time signatures, but it's going to be rocking. And I'm doing most of the show on, on Keyboards 1, um, which is mostly piano and Hammond organ, um, just basically rocking out. Um, make it shut up. Um, uh, We're doing something challenging that I've never done before on the technical side. Um, There are three keyboard players with constantly changing sounds during the show. as part of the license for doing the show because it's so difficult to get and i have no idea how they get these shows this this company are a fucking ace to get in with and i'm glad to say i'm a regular performer with them now um they have managed to land so many good shows they did uh, the green day american indian musical a few years back we, they've done spam a lot they've done uh, they did full monty last year uh, i think it was last year um they just seem to get. The, they must have connections. They just seem to get the best shows. Um, we possibly, I think I are doing. Yeah, I think we are. That's been confirmed. Chicago next June, which is notoriously difficult to get hold of as well. Don't know how they managed to get hold of Jesus to try Superstar. But one of the licensing restrictions for the band is you have to use the um, actual original keyboard models that were. Specified, which is uh, something called a Korg Trinity or a Yamaha Motif synthesizer, which is quite specific. If you don't have them, you're not likely to. Well, well, you probably could get hold of them, but very expensive um, for a one-off. Or the other option on the license is to use a program called RMS Keyboards, which is which stands for Real Time Music Solutions. Um, which is a fantastic thing that's come out as a result of the internet being a thing and making it a lot easier for everyone to do lots of things. Really, is basically you, if you're doing a show, you download this program, and you—they have a catalogue of software sounds for all the shows. Well, a lot of shows. You. Buy a license, or your theatre company buys a license for the duration of the show that you're doing, and they give you access to the software sounds. And you basically plug your keyboard into your MacBook computer, whatever, and it gives you the authentic sounds, all pre-mixed and balanced and and brilliantly, you know, authentic. Um, It's quite expensive. I would do it with every show if I could for myself, but generally the theatre company will have to pay because if I Uh, bought a license for each of the shows that I do, I would probably break even and not get my petrol money, diesel money Uh, yes I am still on diesel and yes I am ashamed of it, anyway uh, long story short that's not going to happen is it Um, being the extreme uh, extreme audiophile that I am I go for that version of it. Um, quite often when you're in the pit, you are subject to the number of channels that are available on the mixing desk, which means that you might have three dogs bollocks keyboards that are really fantastic, do really great stereo sound effects and everything, but they don't have enough channels on the key- on the mixing desk to give you more than one mono channel each, which is pish. Uh, I mean, it's not pitch, but you know what I mean, it could be a lot better. And even on top of that, you've then got the mix- the, the guy on the mixing desk is trying to balance three different keyboards together that are doing completely different sounds. You're usually pre programmed them yourself, so they're all different levels. It's just a bit of a nightmare. So this all comes pre-mixed, and what I've decided is that the best way to do it is to use one MacBook, which is mine, to host all three keyboard sound sound banks. So basically what we're gonna do is we've got three keyboardists, including me. All three of us are gonna hook up our keyboards to my MacBook and um, using something called MIDI, which is Musical Instrument Digital Interface, and play the software sounds through one installation of the program, which is mine. And all three keyboards will magically Come out in stereo using just two channels, not three or six, um, fully pre-mixed and optimized. Um, but I've never done it before, you know. It, it, I don't think it's that difficult, things could go wrong. They have independent control over their patch changes, sound changes, um, but I have to disable their control over song changes because if they change song, if three different people try to change song at different times. Um, and we're all using the same program, then it'll all go to pop. So basically, I have to change between song sounds. They then get the, oh, it's, this is all technical bullshit, isn't it? Suffice to say, we're doing something new. I'm gonna go now, because I think I should listen to some of it. I haven't had time to practice much of it. Uh, In fact, I haven't really practiced any of it. So I'm gonna go and have a listen to some of the original recording. If you've got Spotify, you've got Tidal, look it up. I would go for the complete 2011 Jesus Christ Superstar uh, UK tour recording. Um, It is fantastic. The 70s, the original 70s one is good as well, but it's uh, perhaps a little bit less accessible. Some of the vocals are quite, let's say, unique. But that's the best one I would listen to. Um, Next. It will probably be a little clip from the first band call, which I apologise. It could be a bit messy. Um, I don't know. It might be fantastic. You never know. Really. Anyway, it's going to be a great day. Uh, yeah, when we finish that, we'll then be. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. Surprisingly easy, I got myself in through the stage door, found my mate Dino, got him to unchain the front door and just unloaded all the shit, just on the way around now, Um, just on my way around to re-park for the day, just bumped into the MD who is terrified, quite rightly so, because it's a challenging pierce. And I realised earlier on I'm dead excited because actually this represents, um, I've been on one of my regular listeners will know I get highs and lows and I've been on one of my sort of little sort of lulls if you like over the last few weeks and probably a couple of months which is standard really for for I'm, I'm used to it now um, for the summer period because when the schools are off um, everything just kind of comes to a halt um, entertainment wise apart from possibly weddings um, which hasn't been a brilliant season this year so it's been sl- it's been a slow summer and um, it doesn't really get going again until after the half-term holidays because obviously rehearsals start for these theatre companies when everyone gets back from their holidays. Um, and nobody's really ready to do much until until now. So this, is, this, is, this, repre- this week represents the start of my 2019 to 2020 season. And what a fucking start it's gonna be, JCS. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, and then I'll get the car reparked Get in, get all the gear set up and we shall see what happens. Exciting times! We have the city, we have the- Jesus Christ, I'm absolutely fucking knackered, oi, yo, 20 past seven in the evening on Sunday, been there all day at the first band call. There have been multiple technical issues, um, sl- some of which aren't yet sorted, but uh, need to be, like, extra cables needed and stuff. We managed the van call though, and all the musical side of it, the playing side of it, was uh, relatively okay. For, well, it's pretty good in places actually, but uh, I'm sorry I didn't get you a clip recorded from the van call. I'm going to save it for one of the last performances, I'll get a bit of a clip from that for ya. Um, in the meantime, I'm now going to fuck off home, as we'll be back in uh, Tuesday afternoon sometime to get the equipment in the pit sort it out and time for the dress rehearsal. Um Jesus. So I'm going home gonna get something to eat and then if I can be asked I'm gonna record a podcast with Theo breaking bollocks appropriately enough apathy. <laughs> I thought about renaming the podcast to The Moaning Musician, but um, but that's only half the story, because ranting about stuff is me venting and the upside of it is, it's like the roller coaster thing, isn't it? You've got you got to have the highs to have the lows, so, um, yeah, shit, it's show week, shit's come up with, the in-laws are arriving back this week, which is... A still unresolved situation, but it coincides perfectly with Theo's first um, PIP assessment. Which, right at the minute, we're also dealing with. Um, just applied for a tribunal for Suzanne's uh, PIP thing, which I think it's fucking ridiculous. Well, it doesn't surprise me at all, but. Um, when the mandatory reconsideration notice comes through from the first appeal that you make, you've got a month um, and I think it's a similar amount of time to make the first appeal from when the assessment actually comes through and all these times they send it out you've got a month from the date of the letter, the decision that you get um, which always always arrives at your house like two weeks after the date that's on the letter like fuck knows how it takes them two weeks to actually get it through the postal system Um, and yet when you go on to book a date for it, um, they don't have anything at this point for the next two months, but uh, hey, anyway. Uh, yeah, I've been called in, kind of relieved anyway, um, to the technical rehearsal day, which the band haven't been called in for officially, but the sound engineer has just found out today that the band haven't been called tonight, and he's panicking because he's got shitloads to set up. And the MD's panicking because it's his favourite show since he was a little kid and he's basically, he's musically directing it and fully directing it, Brave Man. Um, so, <clears throat> all sorts of things going on, my daughter's going to, my daughter's going to, sorry, copyright that one, um, is going to, oh there's a coach, is it coming through, no it's not. Um, oh shit, concentrate you you driving, oh. What's going on? What am I talking about? Yeah, my daughter's coming along to the rehearsal because she's in theatre, as you all well know, because you pay very much attention to my life. Um, So she's going to come along, sit in and do some work and help out uh, fetching copies and stuff. So she's coming to see the show on Saturday as well, I think, for the last performance. Um, And then all sorts of transport issues with Theo tomorrow with his uh, thingy is, what's it, a uh, concert band thing. Um, I'm, I'm, into, I'm gonna have to get in touch with his conductor who happens to be a friend of mine. I used to play in a breast with him um, to get him to let him leave the rehearsal early so I can pick him up. He'll be coming along to watch the dress rehearsal because I haven't got time to get him home. Um, and none of this is a moan or a rave or a rant. It's this is I thrive on this. This is I like this kind of pressure because it's for something that I love doing. Um, I just I, I'm kind of I know that I'm going to be getting back on track with the podcast at least for these for the catch-up episode and this episode because I really want to share this week with you. Because Jesus Christ, Superstar is fucking awesome. I think I might have mentioned that before. Um, so what happens then? Yeah, Wednesday is going to be his assessment thing, which is obviously causing him a great deal of anxiety and um, Suzanne as well. We've got family issues going on too, but it's all it's all just shit you have to deal with, you know. These things come and go. I think what I'm finding is that the best way of dealing with it is rather than trying to focus on getting yourself through, is focusing on supporting everyone else around you because um, that kind of distracts you and and as long as they're aware which my family you know my immediate family are brilliant um, we're all aware of the pressures that each other are under and how how they interact with each other. I'm really proud of my immediate family saying to Suzanne I think we've done a not to blow my own trumpet get it get it Ba-dum-tish. Uh, oh, there's a nasty, nasty piece. I might actually see if I can get a clip of it, uh, if I remember. A nasty bit in the crucifixion scene, um, the rehearsal yesterday. We were all in the bank, all going, including the cast, um, because it's the, the actual crucifixion that you can imagine. It's very dark music, very sparse, very eerie and mysterious and painful. And there's a bit where the percussionist has to get the tip of his drumstick and scrape it really hard along his cymbal. And it's like listening to somebody scrape their fingers down on blackboard, it's horrid, it really is. But that's the point, I think, you know, so that's some brilliant um, arranging, orchestration. Anyway, I think I'm gonna fuck off now, drink my coffee and try and catch up on some other podcasts. Uh, everyone else seems to, well, I don't know, most people seem to, I suppose this is the nature of a diary podcast, isn't it? But a lot of other podcasts are about information and, you know, things are, this is just my thing. I've no fucking idea where I'm going with it, who cares? I um, don't know what's going to be next. Stay listening to find out. Oh, fucking hell no, before I go, me and me and missus, we just, my wife. We just watched the first episode of his *Dark Materials* on BBC iPlayer, which which aired last night. Um, get on it; it's fucking brilliant. If you like the book, it's uh, it's miles, leagues in a different league to the uh, the Golden Compass shite New Line Cinema film that came out a few years ago. That was disappointing, to put it politely. But this this is. Already, just after one episode, it's it's top notch. Um, There's my recommendation for the week. Uh-huh. episode will be um, you'll be getting a bit of content from I'm doing the keyboards for a, an, a Robert Gordon's University performance of run of Legally Blonde the musical to, I'll, to, to look forward to so that's that's a nice little last-minute thing so Jesus Christ Superstar this week one week to get ready for Legally Blonde fortunately all of the sounds and the equipment is being provided by the MD there, who is also the MD for the theatre company that my daughter goes to, and he plays trumpet, which I do as well. And we, it's all like very incestuous around here, in terms of um, you know everybody knows everybody else, and all there's a lot of networked connections and stuff. Um, but he's, he's a great guy. He, he knows his staff so there'll be that. We'll, we'll cover that next time. Uh, Yeah, I have to be constantly thinking ahead. I mean, I've got to get the car in for an oil change service soon as well. Good grief. And then there'll be, I think, a week before Panto starts. And then we'll be into getting on towards the middle of December. it'll be Christmas before we know it, so um, anyway. on fire night. I won't be seeing any fireworks today because it's dress rehearsal night. I don't think I spoke to you yesterday. It was uh, an intro. I got called in. uh, Yeah, I did. on the way in. But uh, yeah, that turned into... uh, I I was there for about six hours um, and apart from setting up all of the keyboard stuff in the pit, connecting up all the uh, tech stuff in the pit for, for the three keyboard players. I also got roped in and uh, ended up helping out with um, audiovisual, well not audio but visual things on the on stage media. There's four big um, screens that uh, are run from a single program which sends... F- uh, a- a- It's like an uh, 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 HD signal, like an HD screen thing, but it's split into four, so on on the program that you're using, basically you've got four, um, you know, top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right, and it's sent through a box which splits it to go to four different TV screens, basically. and they were having difficulties with that because of the size of the cable runs across the stage. Apparently, with HDMI, once you get to about 15 meters, it gets decidedly dodgy. So we were having to coordinate uh, getting people to go and fetch different lengths of HDMI cable and moving the moving the control box around on the stage. It was all the fun stuff, you know. Um, and so that was yesterday. Um, I, I managed to see. Um, about two thirds of the technical rehearsal and it looks fantastic. It's gonna sound amazing as well because the band call was great. So tonight's stress rehearsal, I'm really looking forward to. It's a bit of a flying around like a loony today. Um, I'm, I, would, I did want to get in earlier, but I've lost my fucking MacBook charger cable. So uh, it's been missing since Sunday, um, which means basically that I have to buy one now on the way in, um, which is nearly 80 quid. Um, can't wait to get like a second hand one off wherever, I'll need it now. Um, which is partly why some things will be late this week on the Breaking Dead channel if anybody's uh, doing that, watching any of those, but uh, we'll get there. So yeah there's that, uh, I'll get in, I've got to do various bits of last minute sorting out balancing sounds and uh, and there's a bit at the end of one of the tunes which is like a ragtime piano thing that. I have to improvise a couple of bars solo on my own and I'm shit at it so I need to uh, practice doing that a bit Um, and then I'll need to whip out to West Hill which is about five or six miles away through town to get Theo who's leaving his rehearsal early and he's got to come in and sit in because I haven't got time to get him home um, for the evening and tomorrow I won't get a chance to talk to you. I'm going to split this... uh, particular podcast up in episode up into sections and I'm gonna I will have you will already have noticed but slipped in little little bits of clips I'm gonna video the uh, dress rehearsal tonight because it's a lot easier to do that than it is to, you're not supposed to, but you know, you know. <laughs> um, than a performance. I might grab some audio from the last night so you get a sense of the crowd reaction and stuff but Um, I'll slip in some little clips in between segments of this episode, Um, so tomorrow I'll just give you a quick rundown of what's going to be happening there, it is Theo's PIP assessment day, yay, fuck the sake, anyway so that's stressful stuff, Um, so we're taking it easy that day, I need to remember I've got a just text his taxi driver to make sure he doesn't get picked up in the morning. Um, We're not that posh, he gets a taxi because his his autism makes it very um, difficult for him to to get the school bus, which to be honest, knowing what kids are like on school buses, I'm not surprised, I I totally relate. So anyway, there's that to get through, Um, so that'll be fairly stressful for for all of us, but, because of that, and because I've got my first night of the show tomorrow night, um, I haven't asked him yet, he'll have seen it tonight, but uh, I did say to Suzanne that they can come and see the show for the first opening night if they want, but if not we'll be hanging around in town and possibly going to the cinema, going out for a bite to eat and having a, a nice, apart from the PIP assessment part, a nice family day. Um, just to kind of de-stress and that afterwards, because it's not going to be going to be pretty. Um, but After that I'll speak to you again on Thursday, if not before. So here's another clip from tonight. So, 5.42 and just been in the theatre for the last couple of hours, hour and a half, whatever, trying to get the pit actually organised. I'd got all the technical stuff, all the keyboards and that, and the drum kit were in the pit already, although I've got the bass drum the wrong way around. But, um, turns out we had to fit in an extra percussionist and three guitarists and two brass players and a woodwind player in a very small amount of space, so it's taken us about an hour and a half. To get the pit ready, which means I've done no practice and no sound balancing, but um, what the hell. So I'm just nipping out now. Not good. To pick Theo up from his concert band rehearsal. Which way is it? Oh gosh. That way. That'll do. Um, And then it'll be back to the theatre, pick up a quick Burger King on the way, and hopefully be back there for about half past six. Um, I think at the moment in the theatre they're doing all the kind of sound checking and stuff at the moment Um, so I've just left everything switched on and hooked up Um, and then we will hopefully be starting a a run at about half seven but I think that's a bit of wishful thinking personally maybe you never know these guys are pretty pretty shit hot at uh, getting stuff done in general so yeah and see how it goes Jesus Christ Superstar and you watched it? Yeah. What do you think? It's first time. Have you heard the music before? No. Well, I've bit, heard a bit, but um, yeah, it's powerful. First impressions. Oh, I was fucking stressed. But well, I, I need to... Well, see, tonight I'm going to get my music. There's been so much s- sorting out technical stuff in the pit that we've gone to the, the second act and I realised that I had a couple of pieces of music not in the right order or where they should be. So I started panicking, looking around for that. And during the time I was panicking, looking around for that, Judas was busy dying. And, um, Spoiler alert. But... Um, and so, that out. <laughs> the whole cast had to wait for me to, to work out what the fuck. My my head just crashed. And it's been a... I mean, that must have been a very awkward moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the trouble is the MD, who's also the director, has... Um, it, it, there was an article in the paper interviewing him about this, local paper. Um, and he's been absolutely... Nuts about this musical since he was about five. Right. Um, I used to. I used to live up in Wick. Do you know where that is? Uh, oh, is that like right? at the tip? uh Almost. Yeah, it's about like hundred miles north of Inverness. Right. Up, up near John O'Groats. Yeah, um, that's it. He used to live up there, so there wasn't much to do, but apparently one of his neighbours had a loft with a record player in it, and he used to just go and sit and listen to Jesus Christ Superstar. So he's been waiting to do it for like 35 years, apparently. And uh, he was very emotional tonight, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, he... I wasn't expecting. I mean, it's kind of what you need, because it's like the founding of a religion, yeah. so. I kind of need a lot of power and emotion there but he uh, he kept he kept bursting into tears which i said to i said to him at the end yeah, I, mean, I wasn't sure if you were making him cry and i was really worried <laughs> 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 yeah nor was i at one point um No, but uh, they were happy kids, sort of? Yeah, well, he, he spent a good five minutes of, in, curled up in a ball at the back of the theatre at the end and In tears. I didn't see that. Yeah, when he went running off at the uh, at the aisle after the end, he was actually just sat in the corner in the dark on his own at the back, just crying. <laughs> That's how important it was to him. But, I, did, I mean, I did, this is why um, I wanted to record the dress rehearsal, so because I can't see a lot of what's going on. The bits I did see looked really powerful. Yeah. But, um, but you were saying you didn't expect so much bondage in a story about Jesus, didn't you? Yeah. Well, uh, I heard some of the song. I think it was the temple. Yeah. Like at first, I thought it was like a slave market because they had people like on and stuff, but they were being a lot more... Well, basically, the story behind that bit is that I guess. they've basically commoditized their church. They've, they've turned it into a marketplace, which, to be honest, the whole thing is metaphorical. Um, and he said in the interview in the paper, he knows this show inside out, and he said whether you're religious, um, an atheist, or just don't know, it, it has a message and it's really powerful because you can take... Jesus as the as the character to mean um, so many different things, and and so so many of the themes in it. I mean, the, the like the church that they've turned into a marketplace could literally be our planet that's been raped by capitalism. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, and it's just that kind of. Um, I don't know, well, yeah, but the thing is, he never really, I mean, it was them that that were begging for him to be crucified, wasn't it? It's just, it is, I mean, there's a reason it's one of the most enduring stories, it's just, um, it's almost like, it's it's a commentary on um, superstardom as well, you know, that's why it's in the title, Yeah. kind of... He never asked. The character in the in the musical never asked to be. I did think a he deity. looked like he was nicked from Wayne's World, though. <laughs> but apparently, his hair wasn't right tonight. Uh, okay, it's not going to be like it was. That explains. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, uh, I mean there was some excellent imagery on the screens, uh, especially during the crucifixion you see all the yeah. war stuff flashing up on the screen? And I f- I really felt like some of the church um, elders and the Romans were quite Nazi-esque. I guess. I'm not sure about the... Um, there were just some weird things in there. There was the guy wrapped all in white wasn't there? I'm not uh, sure what that was about. Uh, sort of the- Maybe just have to watch it back and... Because and, I kept get, getting glimpses of it, but none of it just seemed really um, avant-garde and not quite sure what was going on. There's some really disturbing it, 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 it sort stuff. sort um, vision that Herod had, I think. Oh, right, okay. Of, uh, Galilean. Yeah, dressed all in white and then attack him. Mm. Then he sees millions of people crying and blaming. blaming him for his death. Yeah. Of course the first problem we had to deal with was the fact that we could not see anything for the first half of the first song. Yeah. <laughs> the smoke. Because the what is it? The, I think they call it some kind of haze, but it's like dry ice, it's just smoke that just pours off the stage and just pours into the pit. It's not the hot kind well. of no, smoke? No, no, but it's... Um, it, it became very apparent quite quickly that not only could we not see the conductor, I actually could not see the music in front of me. Yeah. It was that thick, so... You were worried about your improv though. And you did fine, and the director I thought you did brilliantly. <sighs> I'm just, I'm just a perfectionist, and it's like, well, the thing, the thing is, well, with, that's the thing you can't really perfect improv. No, I think it's because the thing about improv is, is, it's a bit like sort of uh, speaking. It's like communication. It's trying to get the, the words out that you're thinking. it's in emotions and if you're not fully natural and fully fluent at it you you can hear what you want to play in your head but it doesn't come out through your fingers so something something near it comes out but it's like it's not until you have that natural connect where it just flows that it will be what you what you feel you know. So I can improvise ribbon flying because that's fairly easy to sort of translate from my hands to the air. Yeah. but I cannot improvise a tune whatsoever unless I want it to be something like really discordant then I'll just play random notes and let that's out yeah okay anyway um, I think we'll probably call that time on this clip um, this episode is gonna be lots of little clips but I'm just putting in between each talkie clip um, little bits from the show from the recording I made tonight so Here's another one. Say goodbye to Fireball. Superstar, I can't remember if I've been, if I've recorded anything. Uh, when the last time was, anyway, uh, night one went well. Uh, well, it, it was. You can't relax on the on the opening night, especially when the dress rehearsal hasn't gone completely smoothly. Um, so. You know, I started to relax and enjoy myself last night. People obviously in the band we know more what's going on and we're more feeling naturally kind of confident about knowing where we are and what's happening and stuff. Is it is a difficult show, there's a lot of stops and starts and awkward, um, awkward time signatures and stuff. So it's only going to get better from this point on. It gets a bit weird on the Friday night when you start on the Wednesday because. When we get to the interval tonight, even though it's Friday and the show finishes tomorrow, uh, because we've got a matinee tomorrow afternoon, technically speaking, we'll be halfway through the run when we reach the interval tonight. So, um, Yeah, but apparently, I mean, my family all came in to to watch the opening night and they were really impressed, so even though, um, you know, for me it felt bit on edge and a, and a bit messy in places. Um, in re, in regards to the uh, you know the, the layperson's audience, it, it came across as being really good. So so it's just getting tighter and tighter. That's what she said. <laughs> um, yeah, and just in terms of, I, I'm glad to be back um, doing this again after the the bit of a break that I had because I'm finding that it's kind of um, helping me to discipline my thoughts a little um obviously that there was the idea of this whole podcasting malarkey helping me diarizing it um that's not a really a word is it diarizing sounds a bit too much like diarrhea but diarifying what is the word um doing a diary uh kind of thing kind of makes me get organized and i kind of you know i it got that idea of, of getting, a, getting some recordings done on a regular basis so I've got some content to put out when there's not shows going on and stuff like that. that that's helpful. But the other thing I'm thinking is, I'm having to approach each clip that I record in a fairly uh, understandable way, which means reining my thoughts in. I don't know if you've been able to tell, I certainly have, that I have at times been talking about, and this this is really a reflection of what's going on in my head all the time this is pretty much what you're hearing now is, is what chaos is going on in my head all the time I do a lot of driving to gigs and this is the kind of thought processes I'm going through I have I can tell I think been thinking too far ahead some of the time I'm trying to go through what's happening for the whole of the next week all in one go whereas now on my way in to do this show I really should be just focusing on today. What's happening today, what has happened today, just trying to be as present as I can because that's that's the, uh, the essence of, uh, you can do as much practice as you want and be technically well prepared and everything, but if when it comes to curtain up, you're not able to focus and home in on the moment, um, all of that is to a certain extent worthless Um, so uh, but I'm really enjoying it as usual in terms of I also would like to be able to apply a certain amount of the mentality that I get in show week to the rest of my life because on those weeks in between certainly um, I'm pretty hard on myself in terms of pushing myself to do as much as I possibly can and get stressed when I'm not yeah, I, can, I have a, a a tendency to keep piling work on myself um, past the point where. Well, I'm getting better at it. I think I think I've learned that I just did get way too overstressed by piling that much work on myself. But I still I still carry the guilt at the moment, except on show week, because this week I don't know just having that the performance at night every day um, and I tend to do this a little bit on other days where I've got one-off, weddings, shows, whatever, you know, concerts. The rest of the day yeah I can get stuff done but if I don't it doesn't matter. My, my focus, and like with the last two days, I've I've gone back to bed in the morning for a couple of hours extra sleep after I've got Theo after school um, because the most important thing to me is being awake and being focused, not just so that um, I can put on the best performance that people are paying to come and see, but also so I can enjoy it a lot more because I enjoy it when I know I'm doing my best and if I'm knackered because I've been doing too much in between... it's a a balancing act I know life is for everyone I'm not trying to say that musicians are anything special in terms of um, I mean we are but you know (laughs) not necessarily in the way that we think we are Uh, but I think any performing artist any sports person anyone who has to perform to the best of their ability um, at a given moment has to learn Ways of managing their daily, whatever you know, their daily um, tasks, what they do, what the pressures they put themselves under, and uh, I'm way too excited about the really nice vegan salted caramel chocolate I made myself earlier. It was lovely. It had dairy, dairy dairy-free whipped cream on, which I think is called heavenly and some grated salted caramel um, non-dairy chocolate but it, it was... It, oh. Mm. Anyway, um, that was a bit of a digression. Gonna go now. Um, yep, yeah, Friday night. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'm i really enjoying this show run. It's a bit of a high bar to set for the beginning of the season, for the beginning of the year. Um, and it's always one of those situations when you've got shows one after another that you're thinking it's, there's a there's a part of you that thinks that the next one's not going to live up to this one and it'll be a bit of a letdown, but um, you kind of get past that, and I think I've got used to it. It's like it's like going away on holidays, you know, music tours, or, or big uh, things that you really enjoy. As you get older, you tend to the first one was a nightmare. Um, coming back I felt like life wasn't worth living when I was a teenager and came back from my first music tour but you soon begin to learn that everything comes to an end and there's always something new to look forward to and you know when the curtain comes down tomorrow night um, I'll be looking forward to uh, and practicing for the next one which should only be a couple of weeks later. Um, and then that'll be the next one after that, and, and, and it's ongoing, and I love my job, and and woo, I'm gonna go have a coffee, and, and, oh, I started drinking energy drinks as well. I was having heart palpitations this morning, but I think that was more about trying to get Theo up. I, sh- I keep forgetting he listens to this. Yeah, sorry, Fireball. Not <laughs> let me stop. Saturday afternoon, 9th of November. Um, I've just dropped off Nienna at her afternoon theatre class as I usually do, but instead again going into the cinema this afternoon I'm going to do the matinee of Jesus Christ Superstar. It's the last day. Two more crucifixions left. It's been such an astonishing week. It is, it's is—it's my favourite musical at the moment. Um, that changes from time to time, but this, is, this has been something else. Um, just some really moving moments um so yeah that'll be a couple of hours two two and a half hours this afternoon and then the band have a table for eleven or ten or eleven booked at las iguanas for tea and then we'll go back and do the final show which um, my daughter Niana and her friend are coming to see she came to the first night with um Suzanne and Theo um she will notice a big difference it's come a long way during the week as we've got uh, more familiar with the with the music and got better at it Um, and then after that will be the sad task of dismantling the pit getting the car loaded up it'll be I mean, it's a, I I've got used to do, going from run to run for quite a quite a while. I had a look at the legally blonde keyboard part that I've got to play the week after next, um, and I'm gonna basically I'm gonna be practicing that all week because it looks quite hard. So that'll be the next thing I'm concentrating on. Um, but yeah, it's been a great week, um, and this th- these are the days that I've, I can really enjoy. Uh, because I get I get to all day basically just, just do what I love doing the most. And I'm also at my most comfortable with this uh, material that I have been all week because I've, I've done it over and over now. So, you know, where, whereas I was excited but nervous on the first night, um, I'm used to it now and I can really relax and enjoy it today and the audience are loving it. And, uh, yeah. So... Let's go crucify a messiah again. No yeah. the correct number of times and everything went pretty well. That was a really enjoyable week. Thank you for joining me on the journey. Uh, Jesus actually thanked me, which is not not something most people can say. Um, well, thank the band, not me personally, but uh, no, that, that was a memorable week. I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm now gonna have a relaxing journey home and prepare myself to begin preparations for the next one, which will be Legally Blonde. Uh, See you in the next episode.